Hello and welcome to Ilagan Whiteboard Friday. Today we will look at something called what is an anti-dilution drive. So what it is actually? Basically when you raise money from an investor at a certain valuation, then later at a future date based on either a milestone or a time-based thing, if you raise money at a lower valuation than what you have raised today, then you are uh, liable to give investors free shares so that their current valuation is at par with the next uh, valuation which is lower than that. Now typically any startup always uh, grows in valuation. So anybody who is investing money in your company would continue to expect that the valuation continues to go up. But based on the conditions of the startup, depending on multiple factors, the valuations could take a dip. Now, for example, things like say COVID is going on and now everybody's valuations have taken a hit. So there could be any scenario where the valuations can go uh, south rather than going north. In those scenarios, the investors do ask and it is a very fair ask because Basically, they have been betting on you and, and with the objective that uh, the, the valuations will grow. Although the founder's objective is also to grow the valuation of the company. But as in when there is a, a dip in valuation, then the investors at least do expect that you compensate them for a lower valuation. Now, let's look at an example that would give you a very clear indication. Basically, say uh, if you have raised say two five hundred k at a two million dollar valuation, so you are issuing investors somewhere about twenty five percent of the company. Now, after two years or one year, say you have raised money at a one and half million dollar valuation. So the investor wants that there this five hundred k should have also come at a one and half million dollar valuation. So basically, that is a 33.33% kind of a stake dilution. So before you raise this, you have to give investor another 8.33% of the company for free so that this current round, which was at $2 million, is also actually valued at $1.5 million valuation. Now this is a pure loss to the company, but since as I mentioned, it is an important task and uh, the investor needs to be compensated. But there are certain things, as I always say, like personally, I don't believe in any open-ended clauses. So there are few iterations or changes that you could make to anti-dilution drive. The first and foremost is something called a time base. So basically you can promise investors that for the next two years, if we, if we decrease in valuation, then we will give you anti-dilution uh, trigger would kick in. If after two years, if the valuation goes down, then this does not trigger. So, so this helps a startup because as I said, like ultimately this is a, a risk investment. This is an equity investment and a risk investment. So if the valuation goes up, the investor get benefited. If the valuation goes down, they don't get benefited. So there should be some kind of a time frame that you could look at. Now it could vary anywhere between two to five years, but depending on what stage you are in and, and how you think what is reasonable, you could try to bring this dimension to the anti-dilution drive. The second one could be an investment size. Now suppose 
what an investment size is. So basically, like if you are raising say 500k today, tomorrow if you are raising say 10k or 20k or 50k, then probably this anti-dilution right does not trigger. Or if you raise say more than 200k or 100k, then only it gets triggered. So this helps because as you go uh, further down the cycle, and in case the company is not doing great, it is also tough for you to raise money. So you may not be able to raise larger money. So typically, if you have raised 500k today, then probably in the next round you are expected to raise one to two million, three million kind of thing, not 100, 200, 500, or even uh, say uh, 50k kind of stuff. It's only when the company is not doing great and if you're running out of cash, then you look at, okay, how how can I keep the company afloat and then make sure that I get some amount of money. So you can try to link it. Again, this linking has to be something which is practically lower than what you have raised. So for example, in this case that we have been discussing, anything that is lower than 500K, but something not in the range of say 10, 20, 50K, but probably 100, 200K cap you can put. So if you are raising, say, a 200K cap, so up to 200K, if you are raising money at a lower valuation, then anti-dilution right does not get triggered. The third dimension that you could look at is an investor type. So either you are raising it from professional investors or an institutional investor, or is it more from individual investors? No. Uh, generally, you would see that individual investors gives you a little lower valuation, but at times it becomes really crucial to raise money and that's how you do reach out to individual investors uh, rather than a professional investor. So this dimension may be a little tough to sell with the uh, investor, but this is just as a dimension say something worth a try. But the first two one which is like a time based or an investment uh, size is something which can really help you to prevent uh, open-endedness into the anti-dilution right. And you can try to uh, link these two factors where you can say, okay, if we are doing this and if the valuation goes down, then we give you the money or, or we give you the stake rather, sorry, not the money, uh, at free of cost to compensate you for the valuation. So that's it in uh, anti-dilution rights. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to us at hello at elagan.com. Thank you.